Hi, my name is Mohammed Majid, and I will, go over, I will be going over my poster on the investigation of protection failure methods in WDM and Elastocoptical Networks. I conducted this research with Professor Bhairav Ramamurthy from the Department of Computer Science and Engineering from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. So a brief introduction here. Optical networks are communication-based networks that utilize the fiber links and nodes to traverse services throughout the topology. WDM optical networks or wavelength division multiplexing optical networking allows multiple wavelength channels to share a single fiber link. This increases the transmission of data rates, but this, is, this occurs and performs in a fixed grid scenario. With the advancements that WDM provides, the increase of heterogeneous bandwidth demand and the problem with a fixed, fixed grid spectrum assignment motivates the study of elastic optical networks. WDM utilizes the routing and wavelength assignment problem where elastic optical networks focuses on the routing and spectrum assignment problem. In elastic optical networks, each request is given a specific amount of spectrum in regard to the bitrate demand of the request, assisted through bandwidth variable transponders. The purpose of the study is to investigate the problem of single link failures. A single link failure is unpredictable and it does occur in a network then it can redirect the network while bringing major data loss, especially for any services traversing through the failed link. To tackle such a problem, we investigate different forms of protection failure methods while pro proposing a solution ourselves. The solution is a unicast segment-based algorithm, also called the USP algorithm. Another big motivation is that segment-based protection has an answer for both the lacking parts of link and path-based protection. Going over main, the main constraints in elastic optical networks, spectrum continu continuity constraint is where each fiber link from the working path must use the same spectrum throughout. The spectrum contiguity constraints relates to the adjacency of each spectrum assigned, uh, the adjacency of spectrum assigned for each fiber link in the working path. So each fiber link in a working path must have adjacent spectrum. The same spectrum constraint, which is mainly used in link and path based, is where the working and backup paths will use the same spectrum under the spectrum contiguity and continuity constraints. Going over our proposed algorithm, we see that the first step here of our proposed approach will be the input of a graph, and while the request will be sources and destination, along with the bandwidth demand in gigabits per second. We would like to convert the bandwidth demanding gigabits per second to f amounts of continuous frequency slots. We would like to check the blocks for each. Uh, we would like to check the blocks for each fiber link and check to see if f slots are available. And if not, then we, we will uh, increment the index by one and start the process all over again. And we will always start at the first index. So we would create a G prime graph where all the edges in the G prime will come from the edges in the original graph G that contain the slots F continuous, will, will contain F amount of continuous slots. And if no edges are available from the first index again, we will start the process all over again. And once we do find our G of prime graph, we'll perform the shortest path algorithm, which will be dexterous algorithm. And we will store that working path for the request in a set. Of each working path, and uh, for each working path, we will check the amount of edges of, in that working path. 
and we want to divide that by two. And if it's divisible by two, then that will be our amount. Uh, we'll divide that up by two, and that will be our amount of segments with our working path if it is divisible by two. Essentially, we would like to store that in a specific set for that uh, specific request. You want to check to see if we will also check uh, that each segment will uh, protect two uh, specific fiber links, starting from the first index, the working path. And if it's not divisible, and if the amount of edges in a working path is not divisible by two, then we will use the same process, except we will take the floor function, and where the last segment will protect the last three fiber links in the network in the working path. There are there only two fiber links available or edges in the working path? There will be strictly two. Uh, fiber, uh, excuse me, segments available, where the first node will protect up to the next node and next node up to the last node, where all the segments we do provide will be non-overlapping based. And if only one edge exists in a working path, then we'll just take the shortest path algorithm, find the, the disjoint path, and store that in a set specifically uh, for the backup path of that request. And assign the necessary slots needed for the working and backup path using the first fit method. And if no paths are found, they will increment the index by one to look up the uh, f amount of continuous frequency slots available. For each uh, segment of the request, you want to again perform shortest path uh, dexterous algorithm and find its backup disjoint path. You want to store that in another set, so specifically for the backup path of that request. And once we do, we want to allocate the slots for this backup path and a working path using the first fit method. And if no paths are available, again, we want to increment uh, the index by one and start the process all over again, where essentially, essentially we would like to output a working path and a backup path of each segment for that request. Now for the experiment itself, we use four main data sets, where each data set uh, contains a source and end destination. Uh, node along with the bitrate demand and gigabits per second, where each will also have uh, each request will also have their own uh, single link failure to deal with as well. We also use Figure One as our NSF network topology that we use, and we constructed a Hamiltonian cycle from Figure One into Figure Two for our link-based protection. Our so with our preliminary results here, we uh, we like to relate the number of frequency slots and fiber links used. Uh, for each method in order to carry out the request. We use our proposed approach, which we compared to path link-based algorithms to better understand our approach in terms of functionalities with the other methods. The frequency slots and fiber links that are used to carry out the request during uh, a single link failure was observed, where, where our proposed approach was definitely comparable with both a link and path-based protection algorithms. The slots used during a failure is very similar to the existing link and path-based algorithms Thus, we can see uh, that even in figure, uh, excuse me, in figure uh, three and four in request two, that the same number of slots and fiber links that are used uh, are all are the same for all the methods to carry out the request properly during a single link failure. Therefore, our approach is very similar and comparable with the existing algorithms, which provides uh, dependable protection. And our approach is reliable and committed to providing the protection needed during a single link failure through fiber links and slots used. In the future, we would like to apply each algorithm in a large elastic optical network uh, based simulator for many different types of requests uh, while calculating the complexity, spectrum utilization, blocking probability, and resource utilization ratio of each algorithm for a full optimal comparison.
you'll have to also take advantage of bandwidth variable transponders and considering the distance uh, each, uh, each request takes and uses information to determine the modulation format up to apply that uh, to the working uh, request. You'll also have to incorporate multiple network topologies uh, for each method uh, to pro provide again, uh, more concrete data. We would like to, I would like to acknowledge Professor Byron Bamamurthy, my UNL faculty mentor, and the UNL McNair program, Scholars Program, for all, their, all of their guidance and help throughout this uh, research project. Thank you very much for your time, and I would really appreciate you listening to me.